the big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Welcome to Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show, with your host, Kinte and Shannon. This program hosts a weekly panel of men and women who discuss topics such as dating, the workplace, family, spirituality, cheating, and of course, sex. Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, this show is simulcasted live audio and video between the website IndieRadio.org and YouTube, which allows listeners all over the world to gather together to tackle challenging relationship issues. And now here is your host, Shannon and Kinte. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kinte, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Uh, on a special day, normally we're on Mondays, but because of a certain person, uh, we're doing it on Tuesday. And you know who that person is. That's my lovely co-host, uh, the one and only Shannon. So we're going to get we're going to start off the show by getting me deep into your business. Why are we doing the show on Tuesday, Shannon? Um, well, the honest answer, Kinte Ferguson, is because I forgot that I was going to be on a plane yesterday um, that late. I don't know why I thought I was going to be home earlier, but that was a lie. I didn't get home until like after midnight. Oh, yeah? Where, where were you at? Um, my <laughs> place of birth. Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Are you, you're from Omaha, Nebraska, for real? I am. Oh, okay. I am. I heard it's very warm there. Uh, not right now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's what I heard. I heard it's, it's booming like, hot. No, they currently are under snow advisory. They cancel school for tomorrow. It snowed all weekend long. Um, we were slipping and sliding like we were sledding down the street. Um. Yeah, it was beautiful. You mean they, Winter. They have black. They have black people in Omaha, Nebraska. Don't do that. <laughs> Are they in uh, witness protection? You know I'm about to give you an education lesson. So here is Omaha, Nebraska, in less than a minute. Okay. Omaha, yeah. Nebraska is the birthplace of Malcolm X, also home of Gabrielle Union, Johnny Carson, and Warren Buffett. It has most millionaires per capita. Used to be telemarketing capital of the world, top five zoos in the country, home of the College World Series. Your frozen foods originated from Conagra Foods, which they sold that part of their subsidiary to Chicago. So now it comes out of Chicago plant, but it's still Conagra, which is from Omaha, Nebraska. David Sunflower Seed, Oval Redenbacher, Omaha Steaks. Shall I continue? I still don't want to. Omaha. Don't come for Omaha. That's what you're not gonna do. The movie Belly was made in Omaha. There the, are many. Did you say the movie in- Belly was made in Omaha? Ooh. I'm just saying. <laughs> we may not be LA, but Omaha is on the map, boo boo. Okay, I didn't know black folks was there. Stop it. Well, there was when they made <laughs> Belly, though. Then that's where all the the the, uh, the population the little, uh, quadrupled. 
for that like movie. The Malta, <laughs> there is like Omaha's big city. I mean, it's not the capital, Lincoln is, but it is a big city. Half a million people. Okay, okay. You knew your stats and everything. Go ahead, Omaha. And furthermore, because my best friend is a history teacher, uh -huh. Omaha is bigger than Metro Atlanta. All right, you're bigger than Atlanta. That that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Don't don't do me like don't. that. They got, look, don't do us like that. That's how I met Tracy in Omaha, Nebraska. Well, that's a good thing. You said you wanted an Omaha girl anyway, so stop stopping like your dad. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. Uh, uh, so this show today is your brainchild. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, let you introduce our wonderful panel as well as uh, get the show set up. And I want to give a quick shout out to all the people in the chat room. I see there's a bunch of people on, but they yeah. haven't let us know that they're there. Besides, we see Tracy and we see Imani in the chat room, of course, me and Shannon. Uh, make sure that you on the right side press say, uh, in the say something part. Let us know that you're here. All right. The floor is yours. Shannon. <laughs> Like, well, hi, Imani, because you said her and she's not in the panel. So um, I'm going to introduce the ladies first. Um, and I'll probably start with um, our newest podcaster to the show. Um, I'll start with Natasha. Natasha, tell us who you are, a little bit about yourself. And welcome. Okay, hi. Uh, my name is Natasha. I'm an island gal born in Brooklyn. Um raised in florida i currently reside in the tampa bay area um i hold a degree in communication so um i do love to run my mouth but <laughs> i do like to debate uh, my mother likes to say i'm a born lawyer so i like to go hand in hand with both of them yeah. well welcome glad to have you on the show and thank um, you i'm glad to be here you're go, welcome. Go, go Next, no newcomer to the show. Um, she goes by many different names. She's the you that you need to have in your life. Um, none other than Q. <laughs> Q, how are you? Hey, I'm Q. I'm doing amazing. Um, I completely zoned out for a hot minute listening to Natasha speak because her voice is so melodic. So my bad. Um <laughs> <laughs> I am a writer, a writer, I'm not the Vital Narrative Press. Um, I am a professor, I'm very successful at what I do, and I'm here today to mess with you. I love it, I love it. Um, and last but not least, in the women's side of the panel, we have my friend who I met in Omaha, Nebraska. She, although she is not born and raised in Omaha, Nebraskan. Um, none other than podcaster, radio segmenter, connoisseur of many things. Um, <laughs> Tracy, look, Tracy J, as I call her. Um, how are you, ma'am? I am absolutely wonderful. I am Tracy, and I actually reside in Sarasota, Florida, by way of Tampa, Florida. Born in Buffalo, New York, raised in Los Angeles, California. So hey. um, I'm all over the place, girl. Graduated from Carson High, yay. I'm all over the place kind of girl. Um, I do have a radio broadcast as well as a blog, as well as a uh, Facebook Live. Um, and we'll catch up on all of that in the end. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And so 
our next person is holding it down for the men folk because I don't know. They must have got scared tonight. So um this young man posts every day why he loves black women. And I'm telling y'all, this post is like bananas. So I'm going to introduce to y'all none other than Mr. Hot Takes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Um, like she said, my name is Alan Newman. Um, thank you for allowing me to be on the podcast. I am originally born in Boston, Massachusetts. I am a military brat. Found my way from there to Germany, to California, to North Carolina, to now residing here in Orlando, Florida, the house of the mouse. Um, <laughs> looking forward to engaging with the ladies on this evening. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. So... The topic of conversation is what men and women want. Um, and that want has um, a, a leg room of conversation, what we want in life, what we want in love, what we want in relationships. But in essence, what it all boils down to is what we want from each other, because we're here to talk about relationships, um, whether it's the lack thereof, whether you're in one, whether you're trying to be in one, whether you're dating, um, so let's open this up to every single person. Kente, you are included. Oh, thank um, you. Who in here is actively dating? I think I already know this answer. But... <laughs> Hugh, it's always you. It's always you. I'm going to stop it by I know, right? I feel like it's a setup. <laughs> you can define actively dating. Um... Are you look? Are you seeing someone, Natasha? No, but <laughs> if they were to post something on social media, would you be burnt about it? Wait, say that again. If he were to post about another woman on social media, would you be like pissed about it? I don't even know him. <laughs> if he were to post about another woman on social media, then y'all not dating. Yeah, okay. So she's single and ready to mingle. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. So Alan, Kente, y'all single? Tracy, you single? Yo. Um, are we saying single, single? Exclusive single? Oh, We're not going to use 2018, 2019. Hold on. Nah, I'm actually single, single. So if someone was to post something, um, no one would get mad at me if I said I'm single. So I'm single, single. Okay. No. I hear feedback. Okay. Um, so I was just hanging out with some girlfriends and we'll have this conversation and actually it's gonna lead into you, Alan, because of what you posted and I told you to save it. Um oh, I, was yeah. watching, I was watching what women no, excuse me, what men want this past weekend. And what I thought was really interesting was the comment that the gentleman suitor for Taraji, what he said was um, men and women, in essence, want the same thing. They want to be respected. They want to be loved. They want somebody, you know, um, on the same level with them. But you, in order to know what a man wants, you need to, and I'm paraphrasing, so don't nobody come at the movie Bible and throw something at me. Um, <laughs> You, you need to understand what's in his heart. So, in essence, Alan, 
Do you agree being one of the lone men on this podcast? You believe that's what men want? Men want the same thing women want? Because she wasn't a believer in that statement. Hmm. To be honest, and it might rub people the wrong way, I don't it's a case by case. I don't really want to say that all men think that, and I don't want to say that all men don't think that way, because um, all of us are individually minded. We're wired completely different, right. um, especially when you look at how they were raised. Because like myself, there's a lot of things that I do differently that most guys don't do, but I do it because of how I was raised with having my dad in the house. With me. Uh, my dad's extremely old school, so with him, I was taught that you cater to the needs of a female. I was taught that you listen to what she needs. I was taught that you kind of be that second inner voice for her. Some people aren't wired that way. You have some well, guys. Doesn't that come down to the definition of what love is? Depending on how, okay, so what would you consider, since we're saying that, what is your definition of what love is? Because well, everyone yeah. looks at love differently. Well, I feel like love is seen differently. For example, if you grow up in a really, really abusive household and you see your parents constantly go at it, in your mind, you could perceive it as love is a very abusive situation, a very toxic situation, thus seeking that in other relationships, correct? Whereas if you see healthy ideas of what love is, so essentially we all want love, but it's how we define love in the way is what we're actually receiving, whether we need that or not. And yeah, and I agree with that. Those You're actually right. It's how you were raised. You you perceive love how you saw it when you were in the whatever environment you were raised in. So I, I think how you were nurtured. Right. Yeah. Now, once you become so, an adult, do you still hold on? Because you can grow past what you were nurtured in. I mean, there are people that were nurtured in violence and drugs and alcohol that don't grow up to be alcoholics, drug addicts, and violent. And that's that person redefining what love is and figuring out what is a healthier thing. That's not, I still think everyone fundamentally wants love, but it depends on how that person is defining it, redefining it, exploring what it means to them, exploring how it is around them. Because we all have this idea of love in fairy tales, right. but no one's looking for a love in fairy tales because you know it's naive. Whereas you could see someone that has had a really, really tough past and think, oh, I'm not going to date a guy that's going to dote on me. I'm not going to date a guy that's going to do X, Y, Z. When in actuality, that's very possible. So that can obviously change as you get older and you're exposed to new and different things. But fundamentally, across the board, everyone wants love, right? I would hope so. But some of them, what you said, some people are actively pursuing fairy tale love. Let's just be honest. Everybody is not normal. I mean, <laughs> there are people actively pursuing a lot of crazy. I'm just saying. <laughs> there are people not not living in reality. Um, just the craze of people, how we respond to dating today. Yeah, I, I totally believe there are people that are believing in the fantasy. Um, and it's ridiculous. So, Kente, because you're the other man on the podcast and you didn't answer this, do you think that men and women, in essence, want the same thing in terms of relationship? Uh, I do believe that. I, I believe, uh, essentially, we're all very similar. 
I think the thing that makes us different are generally around the edges. Like, you know, some people like peanut butter and jelly. Some people like peanut butter and bananas. So I think that's, but for the most part, most human beings essentially are very similar. Uh, you rarely find people that are truly unique. Um, people believe they're unique when really they're just like everybody else. So, and nobody wants to hear that, but it's the truth. Yeah, it's true because mom and dad told me I was special. Mom and dad told me I could do whatever I put my mind to it. Listen, honey. I I have never met uh, someone who didn't think they were unique. (laughs) (laughs) We all are unique. Yeah, in their own special way. Right. Right. We are. I mean, we're all, as much as we are different, we are the same. So, I mean, there, there is a there's two sides to that. Well, I the coin. If I could, so when you say about the same thing, what is that same thing? Uh, is it what Q said that we all want love, or we all want respect, or we all just well? See, that's exactly what I wanted to touch on because okay, I, this is I'm about to completely geek out. Have you you guys heard, have heard of um, Maslow's hierarchy of wants? Right. So right. it's like fundamentally you need. Uh, oxygen and water and food and then you need shelter and then at the very top I believe of the pyramid it's like you need social acceptance you need um, love you need love's probably a little bit closer to sleep I don't know the fucking pyramid but something like that so like fundamentally and human wise all want the same Mm -hmm. essential stuff I mean unless you're what a sociopath because then you don't care and you're indifferent to everything yeah. So what is that same thing? Right. Because we're talking about what men and women want. We're saying we want essentially the same thing. What is that same thing that we all want? Like well, respect, love. love, honesty, however we define it. Whatever that vague concept is defined and that's what we want. I think we want to now is that the foundation, but how it's given to us may look different. You know, like I mm-hmm. I play really into um the five love languages and right. how someone else may receive love, they may like acts of service or they may like receiving gifts. Well, those two aren't really things that to me define love for me. So for me it's quality time and physical touch. So if you all the way in Ten Buck Two talking about you love me, I'm like, You're a liar. Got to show improvement. I don't know, man. I think them guys. In, I think those. I, I think those guys. I think those guys in Timbuktu might like you, love you, uh, Shannon. And I'm here for it. However, if that's where you're doing it from, if you loving me from Timbuktu and we're never together, then I'm not feeling it the way you think you want me to feel it. You know, it how, much plane, again, you know, much, you so know how much a plane ticket costs? You know how much a plane ticket costs from uh, Timbuktu to uh, the Florida Keys? Man, listen, you better save up them points. <laughs> you got to give them time. You got to give them time. How long am I going to give them? Jesus going to be back before he give it to Florida Geese. So you can't say that his inability to be with you doesn't mean he doesn't love you. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said I may not feel the love that he is pro- projecting. Okay. Again, our love languages are different. And I think right. that for me lies the problem. People want to love you the way they show love. And that's great. I mean, however, that does not, I may not be fluent in the way you show love. So sometimes so, you have to be open to being taught how to love me because you don't know how to love me. 
So, I'm gonna have to show exactly. you that. And that's when communication so, plays. That's when communication comes in. That's when communication comes in. And I think if anything, if anything to help you figure out that person's definition of love is talking about it. If mm-hmm. I know that for me, if you affirm me every day and that lets me feel love, if I don't tell you that and you're giving me gifts and you're wondering why I'm getting frustrated, mm-hmm. that's on me because I'm not telling you, hey, the way I know you love me is every time you see me, Alan, babe, you're doing a good job. Babe, I appreciate this. Babe, you did it. Because that's what I need to know that you love me. Just like if you were to say, you know what, Alan, I like gifts. I like surprises. Every time you get a chance, surprise me with something. That's your love language. Okay, you may get flowers at your job. You may get chocolate here. You may get a teddy bear here. Because you're communicating with me. If you're not telling me what you need, this is the worst thing I think affects relationships. We live in such a bubble with social media that we look at these celebrities and we see what they're doing. And we're like, oh, my God, that's what I want. Oh, my God, he does her this way. I need that. But that might not be your love language. If you're not communicating and I'm sitting here giving you gifts out the yin yang, I'm just I'm just making it rain. I'm just making it rain. I'm just making it rain. And you still like that means nothing to me. That means absolutely nothing to me. And then when the relationship breaks down and then when you separate and then one day you have a you have an aha moment. You're like, oh, what really made us not work out together? Oh, babe, it's because you never listened to me when I told you what I wanted. Yes, I did. I gave you gifts. I never asked for gifts. Right. right. I just want you to be there when I got off of work and I'm upset. Matter of fact, there was a post I think I put in the group a couple of weeks ago where a female doesn't really want a guy to sit there and be the logical person when she vents at work. She's coming back from work. Yo, this chick did this. I'm tired of her. She made me mad. She cussed me out. She's not waiting for me to say, let me play devil's advocate, dear. Right. Right. No, you probably would have communicated properly to her. Maybe she wouldn't have made you mad. Nah, Nero, that's not what she wants to hear. She wants you to get amped with her. You're right, babe. You should have busted in the head, but I know you can't do that because of where you work at. Because you're communicating. You got to be able to work with the ebbs and flows of your relationship. And if you're not willing to open up communication, that is the biggest part of the whole thing. Like people tend to forget you do have to talk to each other. And there's a difference from listening and hearing. And a lot of people don't listen. They just hear what you got to say. It goes out the other ear and they go about their business. And then when they're sitting here, they're breaking up with multiple people. I don't understand what's the problem. After a while, it's probably not the other person. It's probably you. But if you don't have someone willing to communicate that to you, you're not going to know that. Yeah. And not only that, honestly, you got to be willing to communicate honestly. A lot of times we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. So they really what's going Mm -hmm. on. We'll sugarcoat it. But you got to be able to communicate honestly because you got to be able to deal with the good as well as the bad in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I feel communication to me is is everything. It's like blood to the body. If I can't talk to you, if I can't relate to you, you can't understand me and I can't understand you. We can't we really can't go anywhere. And that's so fact. here's the question. If love language plays a huge part in communication, is it realistic to say, okay, this is how I give and receive love. I'm only going to find, I'm only going to date a partner that is compatible in these two ways. No. Is that a, a good no. way to even navigate no, dating no, no, no. at that uh, point? If you're open to, I mean, that's just like what I do for a living. I'm not looking for someone who necessarily knows how to do the work. I'm looking for someone who has a passion to learn the work. Right. It's different than relationships. I'm right. not looking for someone who knows how to do me. 
I'm looking for someone who's passionate about learning how to do me. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're willing to study make me before I met you, you might be a stalker and we have questions. Um, oh. So I just need to know that you're interested because anything worth having is work. So right. are you willing to do the work? Um, are you willing, like Alan said, to communicate? And like Tracy said, communicate honestly, because it's one thing to communicate. It's another mm-hmm. deeper level to communicate with some honesty. And, and then that's a big people. issue with people. People and then, don't like to be truthful. Absolutely. And be authentic and transparent in yourself. And then to be vulnerable. We live in a yeah, world... Where you, you have to admit you're... Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. It's difficult. It's a risk. You're taking this huge risk on another imperfect, flawed person. And it's like, do you want to put in the work? Even after you knew, hey, these are my isms. These are my issues. And the other person is like, okay, these are my isms. These are my issues. And y'all mesh well. Y'all vibe well. Y'all jail well. You still got to do the work. That that still takes a level of knowing oneself. Because I feel like the only problem with this entire argument is that there are so many people that have no idea what love languages are. So many people that don't understand what's wrong and why things are failing don't understand what they're hearing when they're trying to listen it's going right over their head and it's like i mean it makes sense to us because we're already talking on this foundation of knowledge whereas you know may I, does the the average person because i know a ton of people that don't know this stuff mm-hmm. but it even goes back to what you just said before you've talked about the love languages it's like that goes to a deeper level of understanding yourself it's a lot of people running out here who don't know who they, they are. Don't know themselves. Yeah, for and, sure. And that's very true. Let alone a love language. They don't know who they are. They don't know what makes them happy. They don't know what it's mm-hmm. like. Like dating is one thing, but how about being single by yourself, taking yourself out, enjoying? Right. Because if you right. can't enjoy you by yourself, how do you expect somebody else to do it? And that's right. true. That's very true. Because I've actually had friends who think the weirdest thing, and y'all may laugh as well. I'm one of them dudes, if I want to go see a movie, I'll go see a movie by myself. I'll go have dinner by myself. I'll go right. shopping by myself. Right. I'm loving on myself. Now, a lot of people feel like, oh, no, that's weird. Because there's some people, an issue that I think happens when it comes to love, there's some people that never, they go in one relationship, they leave it, go into another one. They leave it, go into another one. They leave it and go into another one. They never resolve the issue that happened in the first relationship that broke off. Mm-hmm. One thing I tell a lot of people, when I break up with someone, I step back because I'm not just looking at what happened with that individual that made me want to end the relationship. I need to reevaluate and say, hey, Alec, what did you do or not do that also attributed to the breakdown? So if that means that I need to wait six months, eight right. months, a year to rebuild, I'm going to take that time. But in today, because people are not okay with being lonely, right. they're not cool with being by themselves, they feel like they need to sit there. It's pretty much like somebody with an insatiable appetite. I got to eat. Everywhere I go, I'm at home, I eat a bowl of cereal. I get out the car, I see a McDonald's, I got to stop and I got to eat there. I go up there, I see a burger, I got to stop and I eat there. I'm never satisfied, but then I'm upset because when I get back home, I'm still hungry because there's a hole there. I never resolved whatever issue I had with myself with being alone. I think if people can understand that, then they can make the strides in finding out what love is. It's a lot of that is so that, that's so true because I was married 31 years and when I got divorced seven years ago, I thought I knew what I wanted in a relationship. But after getting into a relationship, I realized I didn't even know who I was. I didn't yeah. I, I had no clue 
as to what I wanted, who I was, how to get it, because I had been in that relationship for so long. It's now seven years later, and I'm just now getting to the point to where I can say, okay, Tracy, this is what you like. This is what mm -hmm. you want. This is if this guy has this or doesn't have that. But you, you're absolutely right. You got to take some time to clean out. From, from and then you, people forget. You jump into another relationship. Exactly, and people forget that we as humans are meant to evolve over time. So mm -hmm. what I liked when I was 21, I'm 34. I may right. not like that no more. Yeah. I learned that the hard way from a previous relationship. Um, I'm. Everyone looks at the fact that I talk a lot. They're like, Alan's a talker. He likes to talk. And I tell people that. But in my last relationship, I realized, and I've had people laugh, I am very sociably antisocial. And I learned that in my last relationship. Mm -hmm. Because every time she wanted to spend time to me with me, I'm like, "Yo, can I get space? Can I get space? Can I breathe?" And to her, she was like, "But I'm giving you space because I'm allowing you to work Monday through Friday, and I don't bother you. I text you, that's it. But hey, maybe Monday through Friday, I got beat up all week. I may need to recover Friday night. I may need to recover Saturday night. So I had learned that yes, I'm a sociable person, but I started to learn that hey." You have moments where you're like, yo, get out my face. And yeah. that is something that you know, I did not want to admit. Because when you think about it, especially when you're dealing with the opposite sex, you do not want her to feel like you don't value her time or you don't care for her. And it's not that I didn't care for her or I didn't value her time. I was learning there. Sometimes I've learned I had to communicate. Babe, if you want to talk to me today, you might want to give me an hour when I get off of work and I'll hit you up just because of the day I had. And that is once again, communicating. <laughs> and the issue was I never said that to her, never said it at all until we broke up. And now when I talk to friends about it, I say it out loud and they're like, Alan, did you tell that to her? No. Why didn't you? Mm -hmm. And women hate that. Well, mm -hmm. well you know what? I, know. Well, I, Alan, I want to say that was very kind of her to allow you to work Monday through Friday. Uh, so <laughs> very, very, very nice. Uh, I want to make I want to make a couple of points. Uh, one, I want to reiterate. Uh, I see a bunch of people in the chat room. Uh, we want to hear from you. Let your voices be nerd, 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 heard. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, the the chat is on the right side where it says say something. Uh, let us know that you are here. Uh, we're also on the Get Vocal platform as well in Periscope. So uh, w I have them all open so we can all. Uh, um, you know, I can get, take answers or questions from all of them. Um, okay. Now uh, I hear you keep referencing a group. Um, Alan, uh, can you, um, tell us about that group? <laughs> okay. So, um, we're actually in a group. <laughs> we're actually, this is exactly how we corresponded. We're actually in a group called, um, black Christians and single with no kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and it gives you a, a unique perspective on how, Christians look at look and view dating. Mm. Um, the funny thing is, it gives you two sides to the coin because you have some who are very open about how they date, then you have others that are very closed minded with how they're dating. A lot earlier when we were talking about the people saying, I'm waiting for him to break into my house and propose to me so I get married. We have some Christians in the group that they don't believe that they need to make the effort, they don't need to step out, that miraculously. God's going to strike the dude in the head and be like, that's your wife. Now, granted, like I said, I do have some family and friends who that kind of happened. They met at a conference, they hit it off, and they got married. But that is not everybody. Matter of fact, that is few and far between. But in this group, 
Unfortunately, I know they're watching, so I know I'm going to catch some heat, but a lot of them live in a fantasy world in mm-hmm. regards to that. Um, and the reason why I can say that, because I speak from experience. I grew up believing when I turned 24, God was going to show me my wife one day, like, there she is. Like, you're going to get married at 24. You're going to have three kids. You're going to be working in the city. You're going to have a white picket fence. Everything's covered. Ten years later? Yes. I'm 34. I'm single. Happily single. I ain't complaining. Happily single. But that expectation for me has changed because the the dynamic has changed. For one thing, I think a lot of Christians put an onus on getting married, having kids, having a family. Mm-hmm. That's all well and good, but I want to enjoy. There's more to life than me having kids and having a family. Yeah. I have yeah. my immediate family, but I want to travel. I think what has helped me with that is for the fact having two parents that were in the military. So they traveled a lot before they got married. So for me, it puts it in a different perspective. Yes, I want to be able to. I joke in the group a lot. Like, I cannot wait to have the moment where I can text my. Matter of fact, for Valentine's Day, I had posted. I was like, hey, babe. The kids are with my parents. The flights are booked. We fly out at 10 o'clock. Can't wait to spoil you for the week. That is stuff I'm looking forward to do. But I also understand that there's some people that rush into relationships and they never enjoy being single in themselves. And then when they get in a relationship, they have issues. Now, I don't, people who cheat, I don't give them, I don't curse them or feel like they're bad people. But a lot of times, if you look at the people, (laughs) <laughs> if you look at sometimes if you get to the nitty gritty of them, especially if you deal with females who've cheated, there are onuses in the relationship that are not covered. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's not covered when you're single. Because think about it. Right. If all of your homegirls text you Valentine's Day weekend, oh my God, I got engaged. Oh my God, I got engaged. Oh my God, I got engaged. And you looking like, yo, all 10 of my homegirls got engaged. When do you get married? Yeah. Nigga, why are you asking that question? I, yeah. I don't know. Like and and it can be a problem. And I I even think it. No. A lot of guys may not admit it, but even for no. me, it's become a problem. Cause being a PK, my parents are pastors. The last couple of Sundays, my dad has gotten up talking about. Um, I can't wait till I have grandkids. Where they at? <laughs> and the whole church turn around and look at me. Like, wait a minute, it's two of us. Like, I got a sister. Like, yes. look yes. at her. And people don't understand that sometimes we. For sake of meeting the social norm, we will shut down on our wants and needs mm-hmm. to oh, make everyone else happy. Mm-hmm. And then you, that's how you get stuck in a relationship where you with them for 15, 20 years, and you don't even like that sucker. Tried 30 years. 30 years, and you just like, I'm done with it. Oh, and- I have that talk all the time with my island grandmother because if you're not married with kids by 24, 25, it's like, I'm what's wrong, wrong with you? you? Why no man wants you, Tasha? What's going on? What you all doing? We need to cook. I feel you like, do we cook? have what happened? family? Yo. Like, lady, lady, no, no. I've gotten the whole Alan, are you gay? Yeah. Am I giving off? Am I giving off signs that I'm gay? Let me check something. Because I told her, I said, if y'all want a grandkid, I can go out right now and get you one. You may not be happy with who I pair up with, but I can get you what you want. That's that's not going to work for me. So, yeah, yeah, it sounds like all of our family is kind of together on that. Yeah, you look in and they're like, yo, so when am I going to see so-and-so? Or, yo, when am I going to have this? Or do you know when you're going to get married? You know what, Dad? I I honestly don't know. But I think the thing... Exactly. I think the thing that has helped me, though, in the choice is once I, me and my dad had an aha moment, um, I had... I found myself dating 
individuals based on the approval of my mom. Mm. And one day I got with this one chick that was just bat crazy, like bat crazy. But mom loved her, but I was going through hell behind doors. Um, <laughs> and one day we was talking and my dad was like, yo, JR, I don't got to sleep with whoever you get with. You do. Mm. Don't worry about what your mom wants you to get because right. she has me. She comes home to me. She doesn't go home to whatever issue you got to deal with if you get married or if you live with somebody. Right. So that kind of helped me. It was like at the end of the day, I'm the one that has to sleep with that decision. And mm -hmm. I would rather make sure that I'm sleeping with the decision that I can sleep with than to be sleeping with someone else's decision for me. Right. You better right. hate that good word. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, um, we often talk about what we want, but I don't think a lot of us talk about what we have to offer. And I think people are not realistic too about what they really legitimately have to offer. Um, that's never seems to be part of the, the conversation. It's always, it's always we're looking for a co-star to be in our movie, but you know, it's not just about us, right? It, I mean, it's not just about what we want. It's also we giving something to the person that we're going to be with. So my question to uh, the panel, we'll start with the ladies, is do you, guys, do you often think about what you have to offer to a mate? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Natasha, we'll start with you. Um, well, my aha moment was much more expensive <laughs> than Alan's. Um, I am the sterile um, daddy's girl who was abandoned basically um mm. my father wasn't all the way in my life but he wasn't all the way out as well mm. he was right on the fence but um long story short he was murdered when i was 19 oh, wow. and we were trying to fix our relationship mm. so it became to a point where i had so many problems with men until a therapist basically told me you realize you're just dating your father over and over and over again and you keep trying to fix the relationship because you want him to not leave four-year-old natasha yeah. but you can't do that mm. and i didn't i didn't get it until someone else said it and then i went back and was like whoa hold on wait what then yeah. i kind of like you know, let's go back. That was a grocery list. Let's unpack and go back. And then I just started seeing like all of these red flags that I just kept missing back and forth, back and forth. Started realizing on what what was it that I needed from this relationship. Right. I was missing all the time. Mm -hmm. I wasn't focused on me and getting what I needed and what I wanted and what I deserved because I was too busy subconsciously trying to fix this relationship mm -hmm. with my father. So that before everything else, nothing, I didn't take that, which is why I've been taking my time now to get to know Natasha. I've been out of a six year relationship now for a year and a month. Mm. And the thing that I've noticed most, most of all is that being alone and taking myself to movies, to dinner, basically dating myself, comes a power that no one else can give me. Yep. And sweetheart, I am a powerhouse, and I have no problem with it. Like, 
heels and everything table for one sweetheart, like not a problem. So I've had to learn what it was I needed and what it was I wanted. Yeah. But I agree. You have to take, you have to take that time. But I especially think that like one of my, the first thing I ask usually on a date is about past demons because mm-hmm. I am very much aware of my past demons. And I need mm-hmm. to know if you are aware of yours as well. Because I think that leads to an interesting conversation for first date. Right. That's I appreciate it. May be, you. It may be too much for some, but I'm all in. I have a logical okay. mind. Like I said, I'm, 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 that's the way I think. Let me, let me reiterate the question one more time. The question, <laughs> the question is... Have you ever thought no, about I what you it. have to offer a particular uh, uh, someone? Like you know what I'm saying? Not not necessarily what you're looking for, but what you have to what offer. What do you bring to the table? Right. To the table. I write so, down my go ahead, Tracy. No, Tasha was talking. Mm-hmm. She was talking. Oh, wait, I... Tasha, what do you bring to the table? I like to think, well, uh, I say that I am unique and that I do know my flaws. I I won't I could, if if you gave me the time, I could probably list them. But um, I am aware of my past demons. Mm. So I like to say that awareness one, is something that I can definitely bring to the table. I think a lot of women, especially my generation at 32, are not aware and they could care less um, about that. Mm-hmm. So awareness would be number one. Um, number two, which I believe is tends to be higher up there, would be submission to the Ooh, right man. All right, I like that one. <laughs> that's a big one. Um, I am. A, I do identify myself as an alpha woman, so I do believe that my submission. Um, I don't want to say hot. It's higher than a regular woman, but fuck it, it is. Um, because <laughs> that, um, oh well. Um, it is what it is. It's because right. I don't need a man. I want a man. Right. And I need a husband to lead me. That That is the way I need a man. Yes. Period. So a man that can earn my submission has to be sent by God. Because mm. There's no way, no other way around it. Right. Okay. Amen. Okay, Shani, you all were about to have a Jesus moment. Amen. Man, we about to go to church. The doors, <laughs> church bars. Oh, <laughs> is there one? Is there one? <laughs> Amen. All right, who's next? Because that was good. Right, Tracy. Oh, uh, what do I bring to the day? I bring honesty. I am who I am. I'm pretty much with time an open book. Um, if you follow me on any social media, you'll probably know more about me than um, you probably want to know. Um, and I'm, I'm a little older <laughs> than the rest of y'all. I'll be 55 in April. And so um, I, I'm where? Where are you hiding 55 at? Just wise. 30 years experience. <laughs> Uh, seven years of singleness and a restoration um, by God. So I, I, I know 
I have an awareness of God. I'm uh, I'm woke for, for yeah. the first time. Who is woke? Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Q? <laughs> I know what you want me to say, but I'm not gonna say it. Uh -oh. Um, uh -oh. inappropriateness. I bring humor. <laughs> Y'all waiting for me to say Oh my up. god. Look, I was like <laughs> bring it, girl. I'm saying, look, I'm like, I'm let me catch my eyebrows before you <laughs> I bring humor. Like, mm -hmm. there's something about being a partner in crime with someone that you can just sit there and talk shit about literally everyone you know and have that, like, camaraderie <laughs> of, you know my bullshit and I know your bullshit and that's cool, you know, and I still love you. And I bring this throat, so it kind of works out. <laughs> you, bring this, you bring, wait, 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 you bring this who? Girl, girl. <laughs> I'm in happy system right now. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so what she's else? Like, so she said she's uh, Bonnie Tiz Clyde and uh, Corinne Stephanie. Sexual exploration. No, like, okay, all jokes aside, low-key sexual exploration is, I don't want to say it is the foundation of a relationship, but for long term, there has to be something else there. Because if y'all just yeah. humping like teenagers, something's got to go. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. No, one, like, man, if y'all just humping like rabid teenagers, no, you can take that with you. What I'm looking for is something that's going to grow as we grow, something that's going to explore. Yeah, there might be some tongues and butts, but, you know, who am I to judge? <laughs> See, I was waiting for it. I knew this was coming down the pipe. Cleaner. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, I'm a little limited. I need to have a session with you after this podcast. I'm here for it, Q. I am so here let's, for uh, it. Let's uh, have a toast to uh, her throat. Um, <laughs> I'm look. What's up, y'all? I needed something a little stronger than water right now. <laughs> so Shannon, other than uh, your your ability to make awesome tacos. Well, can't say. D Ferguson. Um you know what? I'm gonna I'ma say the the answer that most people don't say. I bring an honest reflection of I really don't know how to date to the table. Mm. Um, I have dated, um, but I've been single more of my adult life than I've been with other people. Mm. Um, and I also am one of those people who believes heavily in vulnerability and transparency, which is not, hey, D'Angelo, which is not our norm. Um, because people want surface relationships. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people out there authentically pursuing real relationships, but that is not the societal norm. People want to do something right on the surface, not have you in a business. Like Natasha said, not tell you they're demons. Whereas I come as Shannon Ford Jefferson. What you see is what you get down to my flaws, 
down to my sometime bratty moments about chai tea and tacos. Um, about oh, I love me some chai tea. Um, but I also <laughs> am loyal. Um, I blame mm. that on my Sagittarius side, but I think that's a product of just who I was born into in terms of family dynamics. Mm. I am loyal to um, to a default, and sometimes, honestly, if I if I look at my retrospect, to a detriment and I have learned to work through that because I had daddy issues you know my father was an addict and alcoholic and made bad decisions and then he had cancer and then he died and I buried him the same day I graduated from high school Mm. so learning to love a man who has more flaws than the world and still love him in spite of those things because that to me is he had nothing to offer me Mm-hmm. But I loved him anyway. Right. Um, and then carrying that into relationships with other people, sometimes we see people's potential instead of who they really are. And that might be my detriment because that's how I was in a relationship with my father. So what I bring to the table is authenticity of self, uh, loyalty, um, a, an understanding of love, not just for other people, but first and foremost for God and for myself. Because um, I can't love you right if I don't love me right. Right. You know what? Uh, you know what, Shannon? I, I love what you just said right there, except for the, the sometime bratty uh, part. Uh, I, but I own <laughs> a little it. more, a little more than sometime. But but, but, <laughs> I, but I own it, and I'm gonna need you to cut that out because you also <laughs> said I was lying about my whole year. We'll get back to that Wait later. Wait a minute. Wait, that is, okay, <laughs> saying that out of context sounds funny. All right. So, <laughs> I like. I like to jerk jerk a podcast verse. I, I see so, that. I yes, see that. sometimes honey, but you know me on a podcast relationship and you sometimes get on my nerves. So you get what you get what you get. Oh, but God. we're not in a dating relationship. But I am very aware of who I am as a person and I have no problem sharing that. I also have no problem receiving uh, feedback because I know and I don't know who said it. We are an evolving people or we should be. And I don't like to be stagnant. So I want to grow in myself yes. and in my relationships. Um, and I cook, I mean, I, I do make a mean taco. I mean, I... <laughs> oh, can you, inter- can you introduce our new panelists, please? Yes, D'Angelo, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for um, taking some time out of your Tuesday to talk about what men and women want. If you could just tell us who you are and then you can jump into this conversation. Well, um, thank you, Shannon, for uh, opening this dialogue for people to communicate. You know, I think that is a lost, uh, a lost art in our community these days. You know, you just walk into restaurants, venues, and you see everybody holding their phones. No one is communicating, and if they are, it's very sparingly. So, um, this is this is definitely something I was interested in. However, um, I'm also on the board of a another organization here locally where we are hosting a mixer tonight so forgive me for being tardy all that to say i'm d'angelo webb i am uh, i currently reside in florida i'm actually in the northwest part of florida so I'm, i really don't call it florida i'm kind of like in the country so to speak um and um i'm just here to engage in dialogue i'm here to um offer my input i am i'm not sure what everybody else said for their dialogue or their bios but I'm currently um, a business owner, also work in sales, and I do a lot of different things, but just here to, again, just to um, 
offer my input and to hopefully open my mind and or the others to new ideas, way of thing. And ladies, he loves his mama. <laughs> <laughs> That I do, that I do, yeah. She she makes sure that is known. But uh, you only get one, and um, I, I noticed you mentioned about your, your your dad passing. Unfortunately, I was in a situation where I didn't really have my dad growing up. So for me, it was always something that I wanted to do when I became old enough to do for my mom. At the age of 15, you know, I became independent, and I haven't stopped working since. But I do whatever I can, pay her bills when I can. I mean, all that just because that's mom. I only get one, and I love her to death. So, to life, I love it a life. I love it a life. Kudos, We love it, and I love how this panel is California and Florida. I do love the right. Floridians right now, but hello. Okay, Kente. So, are y'all gonna answer the same question that you just asked uh, the women? Um, what do you bring to the table? Because Okay. Uh, sure. Too? Sure. Um, we can start off with uh, Brother Allen. Allen, twelve that pin. Hey, I thought I was gonna get the last shot at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the host will get it. Kente will get it. Okay. Um, so what do I bring to the table? Uh, first of all, self-aware. I'm definitely aware of the flaws that I have that can incorporate in inter- any interaction I have with a female. Um, so I'm, when I bring to the table self-awareness about my flaws and what issues I have, um, I'm an open book, but I'm also very, what's the word? I hate to say quick to say, quick to apologize, but I'm, I'm quick to understand what the other person is saying to reach a resolution. So I'm not one of those, once I've said it or once it's been said, it's my way is or the highway. So I'm real open at creating dialogue to see exactly where she's coming from compared to where I'm coming from. Um, So I would say loyal, honest, um, self-aware, and, you know, kind of handsome, but you know that you don't look at the physical aspect, but you know, Um, I would say those are the key, those are the key aspects that I bring to the table, to be honest, loyalty, loyal to a fault, honest to a fault, Um, definitely honest to a fault, but um, I would say I bring that to the table. I would, I would definitely say the other things I bring to the table. Okay. okay. <laughs> I had to make it short. Sorry. Steph, Steph, Steph says calling women females is a flaw in her opinion. <laughs> well, I, I apologize for calling you a female. What? Ladies, women. It's because female comes from calling women animals. Mm-hmm. Because female is supposed to, it goes directly to sex rather than calling, yeah. like the female version of a human is a woman or a lady or a girl. Yeah. yeah. There are some I unstable. So I'm so I got y'all. I got y'all. I apologize if I offended anybody by saying female for the rest of the night. I'll say women. I'll say girl. No, if here, girl. I, I call them broads. So. <laughs> Oh, I call them hoes. Yeah. I'm going to call you a bitch in a minute. If I don't know your name, and you will have, like, I'm sorry, I call you a bitch because I don't know your name. So will you tell me your name? And then I get your name. Okay, I'm sorry. 
and I got you. And you honestly I, don't even got to be happy. You know what? You Natasha, I appreciate your honesty. I can't even get mad at that. Yeah. I appreciate I mean, that. I call myself a bitch sometimes too. So like it, it, it honestly does not. It doesn't bother me. I understand it bothers some some people. So mm-hmm. I will apologize both, for because I don't mean both. any harm. But like I'm not trying to mean any disrespect. But like yeah. I still like a term of endearment for me is heifer. I call people heifer all the time. Yes, honey, boo child. Listen, <laughs> I call people heifer all the time at work. I call my mother heifer. Shit, mother heifer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a little intense. Gloria might smack me in my mouth. Uh, so, yeah, that's not even an option. I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't my mother would take me down. I'd be like, oh, I, I kind of, I, I kind of want to live a little longer. So yeah, I definitely. <laughs> <do>. <laughs> like, I just call her that not to her face. Mm-mm. I don't even do it. She got, she got some kind of special power. She'd be done. Right. right. Be like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alan, you told us D'Angelo, did you already say is it Kente's turn or D'Angelo is your turn? It's D'Angelo. Okay. Third, hit it. What do you offer? So we're just generally speaking, right? Or just well, just no no no. What do you offer? That should be nothing general about it. That should be okay. very specific. All right, cool. <laughs> so that it was just a question. All right. So <laughs> So, D'Angelo, I offer myself, myself being a man of foundation, uh, foundation and principle. Um, you know, I feel like um, stability is very important in a man. A lot of men are unstable. I, I am very stable in my mindset, very stable mm-hmm. in knowing who I am, very stable in my relationship with God, very stable in my financial background, very stable in knowing where I'm going in the future. Yeah. Uh, whereas... My characteristics. I mean, I, I'm. Oh, I smile and I have to giggle all day. So I'm very. Um, I hate to be the cliche of a Virgo, but I, you know, I, I. I'm. Hmm. How to put this? I'm very transparent, <laughs> and so if I'm not feeling the moment, you gonna know it. And so, with, in my transparency, I feel like. That is very important for me as a man, which a lot of people present all these representatives. You're not going to get that. I'm just going to tell you what it is. And you may like it, you may not. As I've grown, I've grown to develop a better way of delivery in my transparency. And I think that that has been the biggest point that has helped me to, you know, not hurt people's feelings and or you know, understand that empathy is, you know, important in our society, you know, because everybody's feelings and everybody's background and everybody's beliefs and how they grew up and all that is all different, right? So, um, so you have to put all that into consideration and perspective. So for me, yeah, I think I'm just, you know, a genuine guy. I think that um, I'm a fun guy. Spontaneous is on the top of the list. And, um, yeah, that's me. That's that brain. Okay. Oh, All right. and, I'm, and I'm an excellent cook as well. Uh, oh, 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 he over there, he over there got the cooking going over there. Them sisters about to be rolling over there like, yo. Get his digits real quick. Right. We'll, we'll go ahead and pass out that information at the end of the show if anybody is interested. Um, 
hilarious. hilarious. No, those are great. Those are great, great stuff. Um, I mean, I'm an excellent chef myself, but out here in Los Angeles, you better or you will not eat. But uh, there's some clicking sound going on in the back. Some clicking. Okay. Um, but I, I think. Uh, okay. Hello. Hello. Somebody's clicking. That's you. I don't <laughs> think this is me. No, I'm gonna go back on mute. Hold on a second. Oh, it was Natasha. There it is. It was Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> it was Natasha. All right, so. I, yep, it was. Uh, yeah, it was you. <laughs> it was you. It was not me. Yeah, you look clicky. Once you meet Girl, me, what you doing over there? You shopping on Target? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I moved. All right, there we go. <laughs> somebody's like somebody. It's like somebody's trolling. Uh, no, no. no. Um, I think what everything that everybody said was good. Myself, uh, you know, very impact. Yeah, that's Natasha. You hit mute for a second. There we go. Wait. Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's coming. All right. So, uh, you know, uh, someone who believes in. Uh, in providing a, a strong uh, home situation, um, someone who is very loyal, uh, empathy, and very empathic, and someone who is, I, f I feel like, uh, is willing to evolve. Because, you know, I think somebody said it earlier, the way that you are at 24, you're not at 34, and to realize some of your shortcomings and actually really do some self-evaluation and work on it is very key. And that's something that I try to be. And I think we're always going to be evolving until we eventually leave this planet. So that's what I try to do. And um, I think that that's something that some of us are not willing to do. And, uh, you know, because very rarely when you hear somebody's relationship falling apart, you very rarely hear somebody say that it was their fault. It's usually always somebody else's fault. So, um, and I'm, I think was, we go back to Alan. Alan said that when his relationships are over, he does a uh, an autopsy of the situation and tries to see what he did wrong, which I think is, man, I love to hear that because that's so important because that person is gone, right? So it doesn't really, in, in some ways, it doesn't really matter what they did. The only thing you can focus on is what you did, right? In the situation and what can you do differently? So, uh, I'm going to ask another question to my co-host, Shannon. Um, what have you learned from previous relationships that can get you more of what you want in your next relationship? And uh, have you done that self-evaluation after, you know, your last relationships? Um, I think one thing that I've learned, um, and I learned it earlier on, so in my early 20s, is that um, I need to trust my instincts. You know, like I said, I have daddy dysfunction. And so I, for a while I was attracting men who were like my father, um, not necessarily addicts, <laughs> but the emotionally unavailable. Um, 
And for me, it was just um, taking stock in who I attract versus what I'm attracted to, because I am not attracted to emotionally available, emotionally unavailable men. I am attracting them, however, which is two totally different things. Um, so kind of how I engage, um, I took stock in that. Um, and I think for me, I think my biggest thing is probably I, I'm an overthinker. Can, can, I ask, can I ask a quick question about something you just said? Do people who are emotionally unavailable, do most of them know that they're un emotionally unavailable? No. Um, I've actually had two of them tell me. One of them said, and I quote, I have never shown emotion. So if you expect me to do that, you might need to find somebody else. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. She, she was dating the I appreciate that honesty. She was I did, but it made me sad for him because on the foundation of who he is as a person, he wants someone in his life. I was like, I don't know too many women who want to be bothered with somebody who shows no emotion at all. Um, or who is afraid to be vulnerable. Um, I said, So good luck brother like bless you <laughs> um, and so and then i had another guy who said it's hard for him to be vulnerable and so the honesty of those two individuals i appreciate because most people will not tell you that especially in the, at least for as a woman receiving information from a man i don't normally get that it is hard um, it is hard because it can be so used back it can be used right back in it can be used right back in your face you know Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think because of how I grew up, because I didn't necessarily grow up with my father in my home most of my life. And when he was, he was engaging in bad behavior or unhealthy decisions of his own lifestyle. And so seeing him deal with his own demons and be not available emotionally, um, unless he was sober, um, was very as a child, you're innocent, so you you kind of tolerate and accept, but you also call people out. Um, so I saw a lot, and I dealt with a lot, but I loved him regardless. Um, but I do think that men get that stigma of not being able to commit to that vulnerability, to being emotional, because it's like a sign of weakness. Um, but I'm here for it. Men across the world, be emotionally available to the woman that you want to settle down with, get to know better, spend, because I mean, every every relationship you engage is a risk. You have to be willing to take that risk. And if you're dating with intentions to spend your life with somebody, you're gonna eventually at some point have to be vulnerable. Uh, somebody in the chat says, I think uh, it's very, the text is very uh, small. I think it, if a woman were to tell me, I'm afraid to be vulnerable, I'd be able to understand that comment than hearing I have never shown uh, emotion. That's from Tony Davis. In, oh, okay. Uh, hey, Tony. Tony. Yes. And I'm going to knock you out talking about Shannon was dating Michael Myers. <laughs> Go take a nap. <laughs> and Steph said, great. A man that could do more than boil hot dogs. Please don't boil hot dogs for me. Um, a novelty and a unicorn. Yes, Steph. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's hard out here in these single streets. 
Very hard. Trying to find somebody who is emotionally available. But Kente, you were saying, yes, it is hard. You want to elaborate on that? Do you struggle with being emotionally available in relationships? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. It's not It's not very easy. It's like you, I think you have to get to a certain point where you feel comfortable. And, you know, it's hard to gauge, you know, when that will happen. And it's something yeah. I don't think you can force. So, of course you know so especially if you've had if you've had it used against you in the past it really makes you very skittish and it, the funny thing is like you don't want to admit like especially as a man you don't want to admit that you know you had that kind of stuff happen and it makes you feel a certain kind of way because you know you know we're always trying to keep that facade up of you know being rocks but sometimes you know even even the the, the strongest cat you know can go through some stuff, right? So, yeah. so it, it's not easy. It's not. It's definitely not easy. But you know, you know. But the, I guess the right woman will make you feel like you can. I think that, um, I think that vulnerability, vulnerability from a man is is um, something that really we 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 shy away from, but. Mm-hmm. I think that transparency will minimize the vulnerability, if that makes sense. So mm. if you just kind of go ahead and just be straight up about what what it is that's going on or, you know, look, I've experienced this or, you know, I mean, of course you want to ease people into things and you don't want to just put all the cards <laughs> on the table day one, you know. But um, I think the more you're transparent about who you are, those vulnerability moments kind of are minimized. I have a question for the ladies. Have you ever dated a guy, I'm sure the answer is going to be yes, who lied to you about stuff that you were just shocked? Why did you lie about that? Like some real minor type stuff, but he lied to you. Um, I have mm -hmm. stories. (laughs) So I dated this guy and he told me he was part Hawaiian and I believed him because I was like, cool. Like, who am I to say what you are? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck ever? So this dude's telling me he's part of me and his mom at Hangout. And his mom just goes, no. The way she put it, she goes, no, I'm just Mexican. And his dad's just white. <laughs> and I'm like... What? Like, the whole thing? Like... Oh, I was so mad. I was like, oh, I was so mad. <laughs> why did he lie about that? I'm like, why? Like, that literally did no stock in my attraction to you. Right. There was no reason for that to be a weird thing. Like, uh, it was terrible. And then it was great because when he broke up with me with his new girlfriend and they said they decided to break up with me together. And I was like, holy shit, the three of us in a relationship? She still thinking. Yes, won. honey. You should have took both of them to court for damages. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, it's two against one. I guess we are breaking up then. Damn. But then it was funny because then he cheated on her too after they got tattoos together. And I'm like, bitch, how did you not see that coming? You help him cheat on me. Maybe maybe he was like a Rachel Dolezal. He, he's a trans 
Hawaiian. Stupid for that kid's ass. Like, it's the most preposterous thing ever. Preposterous. Mm. No reason. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Crazy. I'm trying wow. to think of the other ridiculousness I got. This guy tried to hit on me and said that he invented Google and he was like 29 and couldn't <laughs> speak English. And I was like, is this the lie we're living right now? This is happening. This is happening. And so for the whole night, I let him buy me drinks and tell me that he invented Google. I was like, yes, tell me more. Tell me more. Hey, no. hey I invented AOL, so. so. You buying me drinks, you could have invented the world, my guy. Look. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. No. I'm like, who out here is believing this shit, dude? Who? Yeah. Somebody, girl. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I, I find when I think someone's lying, I don't always just say they're lying. Because all they're going to do is act like they're offended that you don't believe them. So I, I, sometimes I just let people go and get a crack out of their stupidity. Well, and especially how far they'll take it proves to you that, like, that's the thing. So they'll, like, call people, oh, I'm calling Bill Gates right now. What? No, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> He calling somebody named Bill oh Gates. God, he calling me Bill Gates. <laughs> I just let it fly, because really, if I'm I'm not date because I I haven't dated a lot, but if I'm not that interested in you, whether you're telling the lies or the truth is not relevant to me. So you can talk all you want to, because I don't plan on seeing you past this moment anyway. Mm. So <laughs> say whatever you need to say. Um, I just haven't met the one that I've just really, really been interested in or just really going with. But something they can't say X, Shannon. So, Tra so Tracy, let me ask you wait, that. Wait, hold on one oh, second. Uh, D'Angelo, she, she had a quick question. Yeah, she had a question. Uh -huh. Just, you no, know, commenting on what Shan you asked Shannon earlier. Um, what was something she learned from a previous relationship? Uh -huh. And has she taken time to deal with that issue? And I just wanted to interject there that one of the things I learned from a previous relationship is to I know self be true. Because sometimes we get lost in the other person and yeah. we forget who we are. And so that's one of the things I learned um, in my previous marriage is that to thine own self be true. Because when the divorce happened, I was so caught up in his world, I didn't even realize what my world was. Mm. So that was one of the things yeah. I learned. And I, and I have taken quite a bit of time just to clean myself out and get myself where I'm, where I'm ready for the next person that comes into my life. Okay. I, look, I can vouch for that. She has. She. <laughs> All right. Now, what were you saying, D'Angelo? <laughs> no, I was just going to ask the question. Um, and I agree with you. You definitely should uh, keep be true to yourself because men know. We know when you are trying to do things to appease us or to really, that's not who you are. You mm -hmm. know, you're trying to be somebody or be what you think you know, we want, and I think that's something that we as men need to, and women as well, don't do so much of early on. Like, this is what I desire. I'm telling you everything. I'm putting all the cards on the table. Now you know. So you're going to be, you know, I've had situations where women like, oh, yeah, I cook. Oh, because that's what I desire for my wife. Oh, yeah, I cook, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Send me pictures of food. Three weeks later, like, I ain't, you ain't cook nothing. Like, Three weeks, okay. And now it's 
two months later, you know, okay, like, hey, you know, and I'm very observant, very mm-hmm. observant. So it's like, so when you, you haven't cooked in a while, what happened? Um, yeah, I just been tired up and doing it. Like, okay, so you just was doing that because you, that's what you thought or wanted me to believe that you were a yeah. cook, but that's not really who you are. But going back to what um, you were saying, you said that you, you'll meet someone and you'll have a conversation and you'll know that you're not interested. Is that just based off of the dialogue within the conversation or just kind of uh, just the first impression of who they are? It's based on the dialogue. It's based off the chemistry. Um, Spirit of discernment. Yeah, the, the, the discernment. You know, now, one, one of the things, the rule of thumb I have is I, I, I will allow, I'm attracted to you by what I see, but then I'm entertained by what you say or intrigued by what you say. So it, 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 it's, it's all encompassing. You know, I don't just write you off, but it, I, I pretty much know after the first date if, it, if it's going to be a second date or not. Mm. Okay. Okay. So it's a date. Okay. I, I got the impression that you were saying just off an initial conversation. You and, know. Sometimes it is. Because here in Florida, if I'm walking through the mall and they said, hey, Red, hey, Ma, we don't have no conversation. They don't need you even stopping me to talk. So Amen. It's not gonna happen. So, so now if they come up and they say how you doing, whatever. We might talk for a minute, but if you addressing me like that, no, we not gonna talk. No. <laughs> what if he has all the all the uh, check marks that you require and that you are looking for and that you've been praying for and desiring? And, you know, and he's he got all that. You just he just presented himself in the wrong way initially. Because he he don't have all the check marks if he's. If he's coming to me in that way, he don't have all the check marks because anybody that's going to come to me, the way I carry myself, and if you know anything about me, and that's one thing I can say about me, is I I command respect. I do. I mean, I'm old enough to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you're coming mm-hmm. at me disrespectful off the bat, that means you're not even on my level at all. Okay. I mean, hollering at me saying, Ma, or Red, and I'm walking through the mall, my daughter's 28 years old. That my daughter does that. I don't. I don't. Don't approach me like that. So that's an automatic turn off to me. Now, if you coming to me and you may say, you know what, hey, uh, how you doing, young lady, or or we stand there talking, how you doing, you know what, what's your name? Well, I, I saw you was walking through the mall, red or something like that. That's different. But you hollering at me. I even had one guy tell me I was in the store and he was like you're a very attractive young lady and I said and we were a dialogue talking about something and he said well I just want you to know what we were talking about weight and he said well I want you to know I prefer biscuits over pancakes I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> Cause I'm a thick girl. I wasn't offended by that. But if I'm walking and like, hey, hey, boo, a big girl. <laughs> no, no, that's that's just me. I don't know. I like pancakes. Oh, but, uh, uh, what? So Natasha, has a guy ever blown it with you in the initial meeting, but after you got to know him a little while, you said, you know, I'm gonna give this brother a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's okay. You study um, long, you study wrong, Tasha. Thank you, Tasha. Um by blown it, um let's 
let's define this. Are we talking like on terms as Tracy as disrespect, or are we just talking something like a misunderstanding? Any check boxes, right? Yeah, no, like, like anything that you've required. Maybe he came a little funky. I mean, not funky, but like you didn't like his approach maybe, or maybe he did something that kind of turned you off or something. Okay. But then you got to know him. You're like, you know what? He's pretty cool. No, no, no. I usually get rid of their asses. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm going to tell, tell you, this just literally, this just happened to me two days ago. No lie. Okay. So I'm in a group of, it's like single black and childless or something over 30. Okay. Oh, wow. And it's, our group? Why yeah, is that sound this, like our group? This guy wrote me like, um, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I responded, you know, not much, blah, blah, blah. He saw my response on a topic, blah, blah, blah. So we started talking. So the first red flag was that he saw my profile and deemed me desirable. Mm. What? So I, I was, so I was like, stop, we're gonna give him a chance. So I asked, what exactly deemed me desirable to you? Like, if you know me, I got a ton of shit on my profile. Like, I will put a ton of shit and you will think this bitch is either confused depressed on some drugs or she about to go shoot up something like there's a plethora of stuff that i have but that's just how i am i have a ton of stuff so i was like i'm gonna give him a chance okay because i'm quirky i'm all over the place this man actually said you look physically inviting I said no, um, bitch. No. Cordone? No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. no. I said so, so so another word. You're coming in my inbox, a stranger, to tell me that I look fun to fuck. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> I knew No, that's, that's not what I said. That's what you meant. So you might as well have just said it. That's so true. Yeah. So how, how women? How how should we be responding to this shit? Because I know how to respond to dick pics now. I need to know how to respond to this nonsense of fuck boyetry. Oh, that into oh, very simple. See, very simple. Oh, this is what I told him. I told him just in case he did not see and he didn't make it this far down the profile, the nipples are. Pierce, just like that. I'm very fun to fuck, and which is why every man I've ever had keeps coming back to me. And you will never know that. Told him to have a good weekend. God bless him and goodbye. And he was blocked. Yeah, those those are one of those. I don't care. Those are one of those thoughts you want to keep to yourself. Mm. I don't care. Don't bother me. They don't bother me. But I was just like, first of all, the post that we were talking about originally had nothing to do with that so he went all the way left it wasn't like it was a raunchy post or something and then it continued in the inbox it had nothing to do with that the post was about investing stocks and extra money <laughs> oh my god that sounds like a sexual you probably posting. know this <laughs> how is that sexy <laughs> So My, the thing everything, is, everything is. Are, <laughs> wait, say, say that again. I can't hear you. You 
probably Wait, know this you... already, but uh, men will try you, and you just have a certain group of brothers that's going to try you, and um, that's just who they are. I mean, most times when you're in groups and engage in dialogue on social media and these other places and mm-hmm. platforms, you know, even in person, some will too, but most times they, they get, you know, this, this, uh, they get big balls. They feel like they can do and say anything. And, you know, cause guess what? They don't know you and all, they, all you can say is no. So, you know, you just have to ignore it and you know, keep it moving. I wouldn't even put too much. Mm-mm. But too see, much this space. is my thing. This is, but this is my thing. I'm not, but see, this is, this is my thing. I'm not that type of woman. Okay. See, when I was in college, I had my days. Okay. I was, I had male cousins. I had, I had football teams of men because I was single and I did what I want. Every year I had a new string. This is what I did. So I'm much more comfortable with you coming up to me and telling me, I just want a physical relationship with you. I would respect you a lot more if you told me that to my face. That part, it's like, that's the part that I feel like a lot of these dumbass men, or not men, but boys don't understand. Women right. are not prudent. want casual sex. We just don't want to fuck you if you're a fucking bag of dicks. Like, be cool. Right. And then, yeah, if you want to fuck every Thursday and Wednesday night, let's do this. But if you're coming to me I- speaking all crazy and shit, what makes you think anything's going to get frothy for you? Really? I'm My God. I'm saying, let me know. You can get in on the schedule. I can pencil you in, bro. Or no, nah, it's that simple. Like I like said, we said was in my no more, but I'm just saying. Dang, exactly. though, Natasha said football teams. So. Got intense. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha said football teams. Oh, right. I sure did. I had a first and second string. Some of them knew each other. They didn't like it, but oh well. Hey, we, uh, when's that book coming out? Uh, <laughs> Man, Alan, you've been quiet for a while. Let's, let's get you back in the mix. Yo, I'm just <laughs> we need all a, in. We, hey, we need a hot take <laughs> from Alan real quick. Uh, all right, man. A hot take, sir. <laughs> okay, wait. What? What happened? I'm sorry. I was coming. I, was I know, coming right? I, I, know, I mean, I, I, love, I like Natasha. Natasha. That was cool. intense. Like it got <laughs> beyond funny. Up in here. Natasha, cool, man. Frosty it's, it's Ooh, nothing but love for Natasha, though. Nothing but love for Natasha. I, 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 I shouldn't have I made a, that post. I'm savage. What can I say? What can I say? I shouldn't have made that post. I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Hot Take, uh, you, yes, sir. Uh, give us a hot take on uh, uh, what, do, what does Mr. Hot Take want? From in a relationship from yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what are you what are you looking for? Are you looking for a relationship for real for real? Or are you looking to, you know, uh ride out your thirties, uh, you know? Heck nah. <laughs> I'm not riding out my thirties single for one. Honestly, real talk though, um, all jokes aside, my goal ultimately I definitely want to be married. I'm definitely looking for a relationship relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, not looking to just wet my dick or whatever. Um, like, real, real, single, single relationship, relationship. Hey, I okay because this there's levels I'm starting to learn to single because you may ask somebody are you single, 
You may actually no. if they're single and you find out they have a little planner. I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Do you want to be Saturday or Sunday? You better take a number. Don't so, judge me. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I wasn't coming for you, Natasha. Um, oh, no. But in all, in all seriousness, no, um, I'm actually looking for a relationship where I can actually build on, where I can um, meet someone that I can mesh and grow a legacy together to raise a family together. Um, to be to lead and guide um, a wife and kids to be productive members of society. Um, just wanting to be able to have that growth. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I, I get in my feelings when I see people with their kids. And I, like at our job, you can bring your kids to work day and I know that's coming up. So I kind of actually want to be able to experience the joy of raising kids and being in a uh. relationship. Not, not saying that all relationships are perfect, but being able to have experience the ups and downs and the ins and outs of a relationship and um growing as a unit so um truthfully yeah 30 i, I refuse to go into 40 single that ain't about to happen you you don't be the old, you don't be the old guy in the club hey, alan you don't, i'm sorry alan you don't want to be the old guy in the club i'm not even a club person so i just get the old guy home like, like, you know? but um yeah i'm not trying to be the old guy at the club in the corner with with his little dream trying to eye the little shorty talking about hey girl come in yeah nah I ain't trying to I ain't trying to be that one hey red hey red let me holler at you for a minute hey uh, so oh, clearly Tracy he trying to get frothy with your girl <laughs> D'Angelo man what what you looking for man. Bro, I, I I just want happiness, man. I, I mean, I've 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 been playing this game game for a while now. I'm uh, about to be 35 years old this year, and uh, happiness is everything. And, and yeah, I want a family and kids. And my my, my pastor told me I like the idea of marriage. <laughs> I ain't really I don't really want marriage for real because I like my freedom. So I really Ooh. want. I, I really want happiness. I, I like to. I like to move when I'm ready to move. I don't really like answering to people. You know. Oh. Um, now I am one who compromises. You know, and I've learned to do that a little bit more as I've gotten older. And I know that that's necessary for a relationship. But uh, that's what I really want, man. Happiness. I do want a child. So, um, you know, if anybody, you know. So, D'Angelo, are you saying that you don't want a committed relationship? Since you said you don't want marriage, you don't want to be no. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say that I don't want marriage. I said I think that I like the idea of marriage because I know what it symbolizes. I know that it it is necessary for you know young you know kids and family members to to know and see how a man should treat a woman, you know, how a father should be in the home, how, you know, I, that's why I don't have kids. Cause my dad was the one that was a rolling stone. I have eight, nine brothers and sisters. And, you know, we all got five, six different baby mamas, you know what I mean? So uh, I, I never wanted to be that guy. I never wanted to fall into that category personally. So, you know, I've always, you know, taken the proper precautions or whatever necessary to, to not be there. But yes, I want. I, I, I'm really ready. I got that. They call it baby fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Bruh. it. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. 
you know, <laughs> and, and that's just me being transparent, right? It's just me being transparent, you know, and I have no problem with that. But at the same time, it don't mean I'm just going to, you know, be reckless and do something. I mean, I have too much to offer and too much to gain in this, you know, in my next life. And, you know, so for me to just go do something stupid. That's what's up. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're going to do a show coming up soon on, on dating and the dating game and all of that good stuff. Uh, because one thing that uh, it's a recurring theme from uh, this show and just conversations and shit, my own life, is uh, the dating game is is, uh, is a weird beast. And <laughs> a lot of people... Man, yeah, man. It, it's, it, it's crazy. Like, I think it's changed a lot too in the last like five years let alone uh you know uh the last yeah. 10 years you know so it's very interesting especially if you were somebody who was like in a marriage such as tracy for a long time and then now you single a lot of people i know like that that was like you know on all the 2000s they were in a relationship and now they're single yeah they like oh man what the hell is this like <laughs> It ain't like it was. <laughs> I admit, I, I go to my children for dating advice. I, I admit, I have, I'm, I'm lost. This social media and and I, I, I'm lost. I'm so lost. This, this, I remember a guy, a guy who I know who was. Uh, he said, "Man, the last date I went on before I got married, we went to see The Matrix." <laughs> <laughs> he's like and now man he said it's crazy now out there in these streets so uh definitely but, you know it's weird for men though because most men mm -hmm. um find somebody immediately mm. you know most men that come out of a divorce oh, find okay. someone immediately mm. it's it's mm -hmm. women that have a hard time adjusting to the to the change mm. yeah at least i found i think i think it is more for I think it is a little harder for women, but but dudes are catching hell too out there too, man. Yeah. Yo, Tracy, y'all older ladies, y'all prowling like for real. Y'all, <laughs> y'all jumping out of the marriages and y'all looking at us like, yo, come be my meal for a couple of days. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, but, but yo. That's, that's not necessarily true because I have more. I I won't date beneath my age. I, that's just. I just won't do it because it seems so immature. But there are more younger men hollering at me than the older men. Mm. I mean, I'm, it's I'm wild. 30, and I mean, I have more of the younger crowd trying to talk to me than, than men of my age. And do, I just. Do you know why? What? Do you know why? Have you asked, yeah. Have you asked them why, Tracy? No. <laughs> I, I think it's because, uh, first of all, the uh, stability. Older women are stability, mm. um, and, and that that um, millennials they have a sense of entitlement, so they feel like everybody owes them something. They some of them want to be taken care of. You know, I'm, I'm financially stable. My credit score is good. Um, I live in my own place, drive my own car, and a lot of times that's an attraction. You know, I got my own house. I got my own car. And it's funny. It, you know what? <laughs> it's funny that Tracy says that because I've gotten hit on by poor older women that are in their 40s. And their reason has been, you have, yeah, in late 40s. Yeah. And their reason you are you have your own 
car, you have your own mm-hmm. place, Alan. You don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. You don't have any ridiculous debt. That's why I'm trying to talk to you. And then my brother was like, they don't, they don't know that off the top, though. You know what I mean? Like most they, people don't know that off top. I, I, yeah, I they find it out from sense. talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. the kid thing too. I don't have any kids at home. My grandkids, I get when I want. So I'm, I'm finding that a, a lot of men don't want women that have children attached to them. You know, so it. And you don't have the uh, the cinder. You don't have this. You don't have the Cinderella uh, thing going where you're waiting for Prince Charming to pull you out of poverty on a white horse or something like that. So, and sometimes when that's what guys will run into a lot with younger women. So uh, like when I was, when I was in my twenties, I dated a lot of older women as well. And that was part of the the reason for it. Um, and then you're broker generally when you're, when you're younger. Mm. <laughs> True. That's you know, true. That's true. You know, yeah. so, you know, uh, well, well, I'll, I'll offer this. Uh, that ramen is bro. real. So I feel like I've had the best relationships in the past with older women simply because most times older women know exactly what, what they, they want, want yeah. what they don't like, and they are not afraid to tell you. And they're yeah. going to be who they are, and they're, and they're basically in a position where, you know, they don't have time to play games, so they're not trying to, you know, make you wipe them up and force you into things at certain times, you know, but they feel like I'm comfortable in who I am and I accept, you know, for that. And, you know, it is what it is. They're going to be honest with you. And that's why that's why a lot of younger men appreciate and or go after older women for that very reason. But then it also goes back to what what Kente asked earlier. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah. Uh, if I'm a dating younger man, you gonna have to bring to the table what I'm gonna bring to the table as as well. Just like I'm giving you what you want, you have to give me what I want. And and a lot of times that's not for me. Um, it's it's not a a, a good match for me. Um, so I've been <laughs> by myself, and I'm okay with that. Trust me, I, I'm okay. I want to get married again one day, but I'm okay with being by myself. I, I, I travel, I do a lot, I work two jobs, and I, I'm I'm good. I work from home, so I'm, I'm good. I spend a lot of time by myself. So I'm not pressed to try to find nobody. Can, can I, Don't be pressed, girl. Can I, can I ask this question to the panel? Has anyone ever had a fear of dying alone or being that person who's, you know, in the 60s, 70s, yeah. haven't found somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, does anyone have that fear? I told you. Yeah, I do. You told me what, Tracy? That I told you I don't want to. I don't want to grow old by myself. You did. But I told you what else? I tell you. I said I don't want a boot thing. I don't want a boyfriend. I want a husband. Want a husband. I Absolutely. Old, I want to grow old by myself, but I don't want to be. I'm not gonna I'm die alone. In I got tacos. <laughs> Stop <laughs> tacos it. <and> <laughs> Um, no, I've I've actually never thought of or ever had a fear of dying alone. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to be the case for me. We'll see. And uh, shout out to the Get Vocal uh 
chat room, Tony, Sandra, or better known as Ebony Empress, and Cedric has just come in. I seen Sybil was in there and Cam as well. And then we also have So So Steph. Uh, we also have uh, Imani, and there's like a bunch of other people, and they have been uh, they're being shy. And on on um, uh, Periscope, we had a bunch of people that's been at Noogie Bear. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, Works eighty three eighty three. My name nineteen eighty four. Marat, Bo- I can't even say. It. I'm not going to even attempt. Uh, Skill six. Freshwater twenty one. Uh, McCarls and Naldi as well. And uh, L.A. Wade was in the uh, Periscope as well. So, hey, beautiful people, we yeah, got a busy bunch of groups. Yeah, big shout out to all those folks. And like I said, there's a bunch Love of people it. who are being shy today, being shy today. But it's been a great conversation. I really enjoy it. Uh, you guys have so much great insight into this topic, and um, you know, and hopefully you guys will come back on to to share some more. Um, I, and um, I love this so. You said your group is Christian. Singles. Oh, there's two, there's two different groups. There's two different groups. Yeah. One is um, it, Black Christian, Christian singles, singles with no kids, and one is single uh, Black singles with um, thirty plus with no kids. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, I think I was in that group and then I left because I felt like it was too dead. So oh. okay, so you thought got, what? That group was too dead, so I think I left that group a couple months ago. I think they cycle. I think the same people are in both of those groups because yeah. they cycle the cycle in and out of those two groups. Um, I feel like I'd be reading the same thing all day long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like you already asked that question in the other groups. Stop it. Same people exist in the same. They're group. trying to get. They're trying yeah. to get a different answer. Yeah. But if they look at the members, most of them are the same. Pretty much. Huh? Uh, I mean, if it's if it's a similar topic, it's generally going to be the same same folks yeah but you know so that's how i got and i think natasha and d'angelo were in a conversation on a post and i was saying this is the type of conversation i want to have on a podcast if anyone's Mm -hmm. interested let me know and both of them said they were interested so i added them as friends and then that's how they got here yeah, gotta love them. Sure did. Yes, and I'm so, so excited. So, so <laughs> before we before we get on out of here, uh, host, uh, any last uh, topic you want to uh, get while we while we have the panel? Um, I'm gonna ask this one question, mm-hmm. and you can only give one answer. Don't give a list, just one. What do you want when it's all boiled down to it? What is above all else? What do you want from a relationship? What is your one word? And Alan, we'll start with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh, what is one thing that word that I want? Um, togetherness. Okay. okay, I can dig it. D'Angelo? I think I gave mine earlier, and it's happiness. Okay. We're going to have a talk about that, D'Angelo. About happiness, because I had this same conversation with Tracy about happiness. But we'll say that for another conversation. (laughs) Uh, And you know what I'm talking about, Tracy. You know where that's about to go. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Um, Tasha? Your one word. 
Reciprocity. All right, honey. Reciprocity. Lauren mm-hmm. Hill song stuck in my head now. Um, cute. Don't ask me oh to. Don't ask me to spill it. I don't even know. You believe um, in that? <laughs> I Look. feel like whatever I say at this point, it's just going to be cliche as balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, not everybody's <laughs> balls are cliche. Is that not, is that not a typical cliche? Oh my god, my idiot. Yeah. So not everybody's balls are cliche. Ball Love? I don't know. <sighs> Come on. I know, right? It's exhausting. And then um. the other one that was like, I'm a writer, everyone. I know the words. And you're like, tell me one word. And I'm like, I don't know any words. You <laughs> get a word. Come on, girl. <laughs> um, for some reason, I keep going back to honesty, but I'm like, really, bitch? That's what you want? Yeah. Hey, that's hard for people. That's It's real, though. I want someone to keep telling me my ass is fat when I know it's not. So I don't really think honesty is oh, What? <laughs> yeah. You want honesty. You, you want honesty. I fat for Nova Jean. Look, and you long-winded. I'm skipping right on down the road. Tracy, please do it. Do it. I had honesty. Okay. What about you, Kente B. Ferguson? Um, Real quick, Tony says, Tony says sincerity and uh, Ebony Empress says integrity. I say peace. Uh, Mm. I love peace. There's nothing like uh, when you are uh, with somebody and Yes, very bro. peaceful yes, relationship. Bro. I was like the doors of the I'm church. Not, I'm not. I'm not my. <laughs> I'm not our homeboy uh, Aaron, who likes the car, cars getting keyed and all, all that madness. Uh, oh, big shout out to Aaron. <laughs> big shout out to Aaron. But uh, no, I like peace. Yeah, no, I'm good on that. Um, my one thing that I want in a relationship is uh, I'll go after you. You already went. <laughs> oh, because I, oh, I finally no. figured out a word. I know oh, a word. Okay, no. What's your word, Q? I'm going to give you one more chance. What's your word, girl? My word is, it's not in English, so bear with me. It's desalogo. And it's the feeling you get when you exhale, that like peacefulness, that calm, that tranquility, tranquility. So I guess that would probably be the closest. Okay. Mm. tranquility. I got the rest. Yes. Just- did you pull out your dictionary for that? I lost it, but you would have thought. Um, the one thing, the one thing that I'm looking for in a relationship would probably be authenticity. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Amen. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, we can have uh, praise and worship right on after this. Hey, okay. I got the Bible right here, right here. Right and uh, Tracy play a mean tambourine. Don't sleep on it. I, I tambourine. <laughs> we can't let we can't let Q preach though, because she gonna put in that. Oh, first of all, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure I'm, everyone would be no. like, you know what, you're really onto something. <laughs> I was like, she can preach, but she might have to censor her. 
She might need to preach at the naked church, Kente. I will be Just don't bring your kids because they don't need to know about tongue punching fart boxes. That's not for what? their ears. Oh, wow. Talking salad. Pastor Q, I'm, I'll be at your church. I won't. <laughs> I will donate to your children's ministry, though. Okay. They children's ministry. <laughs> they don't need a All lot of I'm therapy. saying is how to please your partner is a vital part in communication because what? Most of communication is body language. That's right. That's a body should, language. Now, Q, we're not arguing that. We're not, we not arguing. That's a whole nother minute. <laughs> we here for it. Okay, so lovely. Um, so we're going to go down the panel. We'll start with women, as we always do. Um, start with you, Tasha. How can we get you on social media? Oh, um, you can follow me. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to join the football team. (laughs) Nubball. Nubball, Alan. Trying to get on your football team. You can find me. (laughs) You know, no, I'm just kidding. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Regal Empress Energy 87. Oh, wow. Yes. And. All, all up in it, all up in it. Um, and then you can find me, of course, Natasha Samuel, you know, with my default picture on Facebook. You know, <laughs> red lipstick, you know, because I'm pow, I'm in your face. All right, pow, right. in your face. Oh. Yes. Natasha, right. you about to get that friend request right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lord. <laughs> Look, we make okay. it up 2019 on me. Don't be me. commenting on my bikini picture, okay? Oh, I don't know. Oh, heard about the be real. The okay, real. okay. <laughs> you just basically said to comment on it, <laughs> right? That's pretty much what you said. Um, I know who's gonna find it. Where can we follow you at? How can we get a hold of you on social media? Q, y'all can find me on Facebook at Q Vergara. That's Q V E R G A. A-R-A, and on Snapchat, which I never remember my tag, so give me a second. It's Cookie Mama, but not spelt like you think, because I'm difficult. Q-U-Q-I-M-A-M-A. Q-U. See, that's why we bonded over cookies. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. It's like yep. a cookie monster, but, you know, a lot more throaty. <laughs> Um, that's probably on the road. How can we get you on social media? Follow you on social media. You can find me at Tracy J Caver on Facebook, um, Tracy J54 on Instagram, as well as also some radio every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Living Beneath the Shadow at WordPress.com for my blog and Living Beneath the Shadow um, on Facebook as well as Instagram. All right, honey. Yes. Um, now moving over to the men folk, Ken folk. Alan. Come on, man. <laughs> um, all right. So social media. You, you can actually find me on um Instagram. Um, you can find my one page is Newman underscore hot takes on Instagram if you're looking for inspiration. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at Alan, A-L-A-N-M Newman Jr. Also, you can follow my page on there, which is Newman Hot Takes as well. 
Mr. Hot Takes. Hot Takes, not pancakes. Hot Takes. The next person pancakes, I'm cutting them. Hot hot Takes and Hot Takes. Hilarious. Uh, D'Angelo, how can we get you or follow you on social media? Yes, we can hear you. All right. uh, Probably won't get me too much on Facebook, but um, I'm on there as well. But I'll just give you my Snapchat, which is Tez2Noop, T-E-Z, the number 2-N-U-P-E. Oh, you're a noop? You're a noop? Oh, Lord. Oh, I, I have a Snapchat, but I made that when it first came out, so I don't really like the user name that I have for it. So, no, I'm not using that. <laughs> well, and I'm also on the book, too, though. So, I mean, every now and then, and that's, uh, what is it? Web, W-E-B-B, D'Angelo, uh, D-A-N-G-E-L-O. And so they won't let me put my apostrophe in there and all that, but... That's how it's uh, on there. So, very good. Thank you, sir. Um, Kente, the Ferguson. Yes. Before I say that, I just want to let people know that uh, we will do the after show at uh, getvocal.com. Uh, I put the link in the chat. Uh, if you guys want to just pop in for a minute and say hi to all the people that were listening. Um, also, uh, we'll be back on our regular schedule night uh, Monday. Uh, for all new episode of Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus Show. You can get me on Twitter at Kente F. That's K-I-N-T-E-F. And you can get uh, me on Instagram at Kente, K-I-N-T-E, Ferguson, F-E-R-G-E-R-S-O-N. And, of course, the website is IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. I thank you so much, all you wonderful people, for coming on. Hopefully we will get you guys back on. Uh and Shannon, how can we get you? Um, I am the same across all platforms. Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like Jefferson. Um, uh, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, I don't do Snapchat. That's past my capacity to understand. <laughs> and if you are interested in poetry, um, I have five poetry books. I'm currently working on my sixth book, um, and those are all on Amazon under the same name, Shannon Forge. Nice. All right. Thanks. Awesome. Right. So thank you, everyone, for joining us and giving your input and your valuable experience and relationships and having a conversation about what men and women want. And- the all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing a car that's got style and substance to spare. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Featuring a sophisticated, muscular new exterior and available options like a premium JBL audio system and panoramic roof. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Toyota. Let's go places. JBL and Clarifier registered trademarks of Harman International Industries Incorporated. The big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old. 
end with a symbol. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions.